Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Alex Olson. And as far as the show's name, still working on what it's gonna be, but I'm trying to focus on the process and not perfection. So I wanted to go ahead and get this out to you guys. Uh, just to recap, if this is your first show that you're with us, every week we listen to hours of the best podcasts so that you don't have to. We present the best practices and principles, helping all of us to reach our full potential and to live the good life. So last week, we talked about how to build small habits and how to just start to become the type of people we want to be. This week, the best podcast talked about decisions, essentialism, and how to become a millionaire. But I promise it's not a get-rich-quick scheme. Before we get into that though, I wanna thank you for the great feedback and the response that we've gotten. Uh, the Most importantly, the feedback I got was that in last week's show, I made it sound like I love podcasts more than my wife. And I just wanna go ahead and clear that up, that it definitely goes my wife and then podcasts. Um, so now that we got that out of the way, the other thing was it sounded like I was talking slow and I totally agree. It was hard for me to listen to myself. And so I will work on talking faster, but I also wanted to encourage you to listen to any podcast at one and a half times speed if you can. I listen to it at two and a, two and a half times speed so I can cover twice as much material, get twice as many lessons in the same amount of time. Uh, if it's too much for you though, if you're not remembering things, go ahead and slow it back down and we'll get through it together. Um, so the first podcast from this week is another one from The Art of Manliness and it's about decision making. And they focus on mental models as the title, but the main messages that I got, <clears throat> I'll go over it now, but the main message was the importance of direction over speed. And what that means is so often in life, we can get so caught up in this rat race that we're constantly going from one thing to the next. We're checking things off our infinite to-do list. This is what I do at least. And it feels really good. And so we're going really fast, but we don't step back and think, are we going the right direction? Are we doing the right things? And that's really what essentialism is all about, which is our second podcast. But the first one talked about direction over speed to live deliberately. And in my mind, this really just comes down to proactive decision making. So there are three main tips or takeaways that I think will help us in our daily life. So the first one is that we make bad decisions because we are so overloaded. We are so stressed that we wait until the last minute to start gathering information. And because we're in such a stressed state, we overvalue whatever information we can get, regardless of the source or the strength of that information. So instead, we need to make time to prepare for our upcoming decisions. We need to slow down and schedule structured time just to think about them and to let ourselves work on them over time. And we can also use mental models, which are di just different ways of looking at a problem 
and that can help us make the right decision. So for example, one, one example that they gave is we can argue explicitly for the other side. So once we feel strongly we want to go one direction, we can think about the other option and we can not only think about it, but we can actually argue about it and argue for it. And that will help us understand if our previously held belief or our previously held decision was right. The second tip from this podcast was to just focus on not making dumb decisions. And I love this so much, not just because I've made a lot of dumb decisions in my life, but also because I remember when I was younger, I used to always play ping pong with my family. They were pretty athletic, (laughs) playing ping pong. But something I really remember from that is I wasn't very good, but I always tried to beat my dad. And I'd always tried these really hard shots and I'd always try to slam it on him. And he'd always say, he'd always say, Alex, don't beat yourself. And that was such a powerful lesson for me because I think so much of life is just not beating ourselves. It's not putting ourselves in bad situations or bad environments where we make dumb decisions. When I was working at the Pentagon, I had a great leader and we were planning a conference It was on helping people in the military become stronger physically, mentally, and emotionally. And as we were planning this conference, the leader kept asking this question that was so powerful for us. She kept asking, how could we fail? And as we did that, because I think when we plan something, it's so easy to focus on the good things and just assume that everything's going to go well. But instead, as we thought about how could we fail, we thought about the logistical issues that we had to work through. We thought about how speakers could go wrong. And it really forced us to refine and make our product so much better. And the last part on not making dumb decisions is I'm currently a resiliency trainer in the Air Force. And when I teach these lessons with younger recruits, Something that I have them ask themselves whenever they get in a tough situation is what am I missing? And that's so critical because in any situation, we're not going to see the whole picture. We're only going to see that small percentage and we have, we're coming to the situation with so many biases and so many, so much background experience and so many things will change our decision that we really want to think what am I missing right now and the last part on decision-making is from this podcast that they that Shane Parrish talked about is the importance of reflecting on our decisions and learning from them so if something doesn't go very well we want to think about why was that but also if we make a great decision think about what was the process that led to that And how can I repeat that in the future? So moving on to the second podcast, this is another great podcast. It's called The Tim Ferriss Show. And this episode was with Greg McEwen. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. And it's it's titled How to Master Essentialism. 
And I'll just go through the three phases or steps of essentialism so that we can better understand it. First, we need to define what is essential and why it matters. The second is what are you willing to give up to do it? And the third, the third step is to make what is essential as effortless as possible. So I should have started with why essentialism and why I like it so much. But I think in today's world, it's so easy to get caught up in everything going on. There's so much noise around us that it's really hard to focus on what actually matters. And essentialism forces us to take that step back and think about what is going to matter in 10, 20, 50 years from now. And then we can really focus on those things that will help us and our families. Just some other points on those steps. I really liked how he said, it's easier to go 100% than it is to go 95%. So when we're thinking about what we're gonna give up or how we're gonna make essentialism easy, we don't wanna come up with these excuses and say, well, normally it would be really essential for me to always play my instrument. That's a habit I'm working on, even though I'm horrible at music. I shouldn't put labels on myself. But I'm trying to get that habit down. So it'd be, in some ways, I could make it, I could justify not doing that. But if I just say, no, no matter what, I'm gonna do it, even if it's just two minutes every day, that's actually gonna be easier for me in the long term. The other, I really liked, you said the key question of essentialism is if I do this one thing, what would I not be able to do because of it? And so we're gonna have to sacrifice to do what really matters, but I think we'll feel happier and more fulfilled as we do that. So it's not necessarily a bad thing that we have to give up these things. In the short term, it might be hard, but in the long term, we'll look back and we'll be so grateful that we did. But he does recognize, he says that learning how to say no is the hardest part. And so to do that, we want to have a design partner, he called it. We want to have someone in our life that will help us identify what is truly essential for us. And then they can check us on that. So if, if I'm saying that what's essential to me is spending time with my family, and then I'm thinking about going on a trip by, my, by myself, that might be really necessary for me to be good and there for, and present for my family, but that might not line up with what my goals. And so I could have a design partner who could say, hey, you say that spending time with your family is really important, but you wanna do this other thing. I just wanna check and make sure this is actually what you want to do. And the last part on essentialism is he said that two of the core truths, truths of essentialism are that only a few things really matter and that we can do anything but not everything. That's such a powerful lesson that we can do anything we want, but we can't do everything. So we're gonna have to sacrifice some things to accomplish what really matters to us. And that last point is the perfect lead-in to the final podcast. Um, I don't listen to a ton of financial podcasts, 
but I do really like the Afford Anything podcast. It's with Paula Pant. She leads it. And this week she had Chris Young on. He wrote, he's from the Dave Ramsey crew. Um, Won't get into that too much, but just so you have a little bit of background on him. And he recently wrote a book called Everyday Millionaires. And they surveyed 10,000 random millionaires throughout the US. And he really wanted to find out how they were able to accomplish that goal. So the main message that I got out of this podcast was we need to be intentional and patient to accomplish our goals, but we also cannot put limits or restrictions on ourselves. So for example, when we think about becoming a millionaire, for, for so many of us, it just seems like an impossible goal, something that we can never reach. But we, I, I really like that this podcast, they talked about how we can do it, but we have to make that decision and then we have to make the sacrifices. So we need to focus on what we can do instead of what we can't. So for example, He said, I thought this was really interesting. There were some great stats that I'll get to after this, but he said the number one contributing factor to becoming a millionaire was people investing in their retirement plan. So that just shows how important it is to rely on the process and to be patient to reach our goals. This wasn't, people didn't just get rich quick. They didn't go and do they didn't buy Bitcoin or something, the new fad or the trend. And I'm not necessarily against those things if we do our research and if we understand the risks that we're taking. But at least for these 10,000 people, that's not how they became millionaires. So some more stats on them that were really interesting and really helpful for my life and I hope for yours too. So he found that 62% of millionaires made under a hundred thousand dollars a year so we have all these preconceived notions that millionaires must make five hundred six hundred thousand dollars a year but really it's people who are just good with their money and so we don't have to make an incredible amount to have a lot in the long term another interesting stat that he found is that half of millionaires had a B average or less in school. So these were not the perfect A students and they weren't the people who were just crushing every test. But that just shows that we can always reach our goals. So we don't need to say, oh, I would take this great job, but I don't have the right GPA or I don't have the right college degree. These millionaires instead, they just focus on what they could do And that's what led to their success. And the last stat that I thought was really interesting, he said that on average, these millionaires gave away 12 to 15% of their income. That seems like a really high number to me, but it was just, it was powerful to see that some of these stereotypes that we have about millionaires, about how they're greedy and they hoard all their money, how it's really not always true that a lot of these people are very generous and are giving back. Some other, what I'll end this week's show on is the five characteristics of millionaires. So he said that the 
five characteristics of millionaires that he found are that they first take personal responsibility, they second practice intentionality with finances, third they are goal-oriented people, fourth they are hard workers, and fifth they know that building wealth takes consistency. And I really, so this wraps up today's show. So we talked about decision-making, essentialism, and how to become a millionaire. And most importantly from this week, I just really thought about how important it is to think about our direction and not just focus on our speed. And as we do that, we can find those things that really matter in our life and we can make a difference with them. And as we do that, we'll be successful both financially, but more importantly, we'll be successful with our family and our friends. Great, well, this is, that's the end of today's show. If there's anything that we can change to make this better, if there are other podcasts that you'd like us to listen to for you, please let us know. I hope you have a great week though. And that's, all right, thanks, bye.